The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Inside Out with your host, Beth Green. This is James Maynard, your co-host. Today's topic, compassion or collusion, which describes your relationships. Whether we're friends, colleagues, employee, employer, lovers, or members of the same group, we have the opportunity to support each other's growth or reinforce each other's wrong thinking or behavior. We are all responsible to be self-aware, but we're also responsible for confronting others when they are in denial or being needlessly mean or self-centered. Do we? In fact, how often do we go into agreement instead? When something important is at stake, such as love or a job, Many of us tend to excuse and justify others' behaviors to avoid some potential negative consequence. You bet I do. <laughs> I'm trying to curb that tendency. That's great, Keeves. Maybe we don't want them to get mad at us. That's bingo. Maybe we want <laughs> to let them off the hook so they'll do the same with us. Maybe we just don't want to think about anything very deeply at all, and so we don't question anything. Sure, we want to offer others love, but compassion is not collusion. What is compassion? What is collusion? And which are you choosing in your relationships? Stay tuned, call in, and ask Beth to help. And now, here's Beth from the Inside Out. Well, hi, teams. So, I have something to say. Yes. Uh, I heard you announce the topic. Yes. It sounds familiar because I do remember writing the show description. (laughs) And I'm sitting here like, what's that topic? What did they say? I can't. Even remember. In fact, I feel totally blocked. Now, let me share something with our audience, uh, which is, you know, I'm very intuitive. And, um, but there is a downside to working intuitively. It's like, what happens when your intuition is blocked? You sit there and go, duh. Now, those of us who uh, like to spout opinions that come from the mind, we can go on no matter what's going on in the room because we just keep saying what it is we already think or what we think we should say. But if you're an intuitive and you're waiting for the flow and the flow doesn't happen, oh my God, you're in trouble. Well, this is the first time I've ever been on Inside Out where I just feel like blank. Isn't that weird? So I'm going to start with uh, sharing something. We got an email from one of our uh, listeners. But I have to tell you something. This email is not on topic. And I don't just take emails from callers. Each show is organized around a topic. And so if you have something that you want to ask me that relates to the topic, I would be delighted. So, And please call in. Uh, it's very rare that I, that I use the emails because I can't interact with the person and I can't see what's going on for them. But I will say one thing which is that um, this person is, the topic that the person is bringing up is something that they've talked about before. It's not relevant to the topic we're talking about, except maybe in some way that I can't see. 
And it makes me wonder why you're kind of obsessed with this issue and you're not thinking about anything else in your life. So I'm sending out a challenge. I'm not colluding with our caller. Now, here's a perfect example of uh, where I could be colluding. I'm not attacking you, caller. It just occurred to me that this is really a very good way of talking about collusion in relationships. We have callers. Now, callers or I, I do counseling. I do a program called 15 Minutes with Beth that's really, really impactful. I also run groups and so on. Now, supposing somebody comes to one of my uh, sessions or one of my groups or calls me on the radio. Now, I want them to like me, don't I? Yes. Well, I, in some way, at least I want them to pay me if they're paying <laughs> me, right? I, <laughs> they often maybe, go hand in hand. Right, exactly. If they don't value want, what you have to share, you might not get paid. You are so right. And so that maybe the person uh, who is writing to me or calling me or is in my group or whatever, if I don't say what something that they want to hear, they might not ever come back and there goes our income, James. <laughs> so I would have a definite incentive to collude, wouldn't I? Yes, and right. I accept that I just don't have the stomach for collusion. I don't know why I was born with this weird quality. Would you please explain to us what collusion is oh. in this regard? Well, you mean with a caller? Yeah, or, or with just, anybody in relationship. Okay, thank you. Collusion means I'm going to agree with you. I'm not going to question you, and I'm not going to make you feel bad because I I want you to like me, or I want you to give me business, or I want me to recommend you to your to your friends, or I want you to come back, or I want you to call in again because that makes me look like I'm very important or very popular or whatever it is. <laughs> so collusion means like we are like you know in this thing together, and we don't even recognize. Now, I'll give you some examples of collusion. You know, uh, the guy comes home, and he tells his wife, this would not be me. Oh, my God. That Pamela at work, she is such a jerk. Do you know what she did today? And then the wife says, what did she do today? And then the guy goes on a rampage about what she did today. And the woman says, oh, you poor thing. Have a martini. (laughs) Or she really is, that Pamela really is a piece of work or whatever it is. Now, how often does that wife Say to the guy, are you sure that's the entire story or is there something here that you're leaving out? Like, do you have a part in this? Or did she really say that? Or do you just think she did? Or did you hear that was, is that gossip? Do you know that? Do you have any idea why she might have done that? Why are you having this reaction? Hey, that's not nice. See, Uh, that wife is breaking the collusion. Or, you know, it could be two women hanging out, they're friends, and, and the woman says, do you know what he said today? And, oh, of course, the girlfriend is just, like, dying to hear the latest gossip. But I'll tell you, one of the reasons she's dying to hear the latest gossip is not only does she like gossip, but also because she wants to be close to our, her friend. And she has discovered that one of the best ways 
to be close to her friend is to talk about the boyfriend and what a jerk he is, right? There's collusion. So what is she going to say? Is she's going to say, and what did you say to him? What maybe, is it possible that you had a part in this? No, no. She's going to say, oh my God. Oh my God. I don't know how you put up with it. You're a veritable saint. <laughs> Am I getting my point across? So here's a, a person, a listener, who sends me an email about something that he knows I'm going to agree with him or that he hopes that I'm going to agree with him or, uh, you know, based on what he's telling me because he's sending me an email and I can't ask him anything directly, uh, what am I going to do? And maybe he really can't listen to the show today, but maybe he'll listen to the show later. And what is he expecting? He already has an idea of what I'm going to say, or he thinks that he knows what I'm going to say. But no, I am not going to say what he thinks I'm going to say. I'm going to say, why are you obsessed with this topic? Why haven't you moved on with your life? I think there's going on, something going on with you that you are avoiding. Okay, that's not collusion. Now, here's, am I, am I being clear? Yeah, that sounds more like compassion, too, because you're trying to help the person shift out of a behavior that doesn't serve them. You are so right, James. I mean, did I, are we colluding? Did, did I slip you the note to say, no, would you no, please say uh, that? No, <laughs> no, that sounded like compassion to me. You you're, know, you're, 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 you're trying to do an intervention with him to help him see what he's, what he's doing that's yes. not helpful to him. Yeah, so I would say to this guy, you know, I think you've got something going there that you haven't been able to let go of this. And you're, and I don't know what it is that you're, why you're focusing on that. So because he didn't call, I'm not going to give him the 100% kind of, uh, oh, the caller, the email writer is calling in. God bless you. You have guts, I have to say. And we want to encourage other callers to call in, too. But I hope everybody Give it to me. is... I know I, I know I have issues. I, I have issues. It's something I can't let go of. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> Good for I you. I love it. I love it, Sam. This is fantastic. <laughs> so you know what I'm saying is true, don't you? Yeah. So I do, do I just remove myself? I, I, you know, and then I say, do I, am I going to bump into this somewhere else? Well, you know, I am I, is my eye too keen for this? This is something I started when I was in childhood with my parents, uh, you know, saying God does this, but then he does that. And I'm trying to say, uh, wait, okay. wait a minute, that doesn't line up. Anyway. Okay, but see, Sam, here's <sighs> the thing. Our caller, our, our listeners don't know exactly what you wrote to me about, but I don't want you to tell them because I am not going to collude with you because I am no, telling you. No, that's fine. I, that's wait, fine. I, okay, wait, 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 Sam, wait, Sam, since I've got you in the flesh and be, by the way, other callers dare to call in, please. I am going to do, be as compassionate as I can be, like James says, because I'm going to tr- really try to help you. So if you get quiet for a second, I'm going to get quiet too, and then I'm going to see what's, what I can see. Okay, got it? So take a breath, everybody. Brrr. Drum roll. <laughs> uh, okay, let me see. Okay, so do you have a sister? I, I have a lot of them. Aha, uh-huh. okay. How many sisters? Okay, one sister in particular comes is coming to my mind, uh, and you don't have to use her, you know, her real name, but just think of who that sister is, give her a name, and then say it, and I'll tell you if you're thinking of the right one. Number two. 
Yes. Okay. So now, um, whoo. Now I'm going to ask you a question, which uh, I I don't want you to say. Now that's not how I feel. Okay. Just take it in, like you really believed it. Okay. Why do you hate number two? Mm. You know, I try not. I try to steer away from the word hate, but I definitely can't seem to. Uh, vibrate the love. Okay, so why me. do you? Okay, so forget about the love and the vibrate. Just answer my question, okay? Why do you hate number two? Just let yourself admit it. You know, hey. she tortured me when I was little. She tortured you when you yeah. were little. And then now she's, uh, you know, I can't. I'll never agree with you, and I'll never accept. You know. Okay, so you feel like she's tortured you then, yeah. and she's torturing you now. That's how, there's, that's like, your yeah, perception. there's spiritual arrogance, you know, and I can, I know that I can have that too. I'm trying to check myself. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Don't get ahead of me. All right. Yes, ma'am. So hold on <laughs> a second. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Uh, now I'm going to ask you if you were going to have compassion for her, real compassion, which doesn't mean being uncritical, it means you're really trying to connect to the person and offer them what they need whether they like it or not, and they might hate you forever for it, I want you to look at her and say, why did she hate you? Oh. You know, the first thing that came to mind was because I was the youngest one. I was the baby. Yes. And, but I don't uh, know if that's true. What was her relate? What? Where was she in the pecking order? Number two, and I think she was she was the ugly duckling. And, okay. You know, she and got I, okay, and she that this Honestly, is I it. I feel like I'm the one. Yeah, is, she's know. yeah, she was the ugly duckling. And what were you? The cute little one. Perhaps I didn't feel that way, but yes. No, no, no. This doesn't have anything to do with the way you feel. It's how she felt. Okay. And she felt uh, not just that she was ugly, you know, the ugly duckling, but what else? What did she feel or what, was, what did people think was wrong with her? Uh, you know, I think that she was feeling guilty for her own perceived sins or promiscuity or whatever. Okay, this is way uh, before she was promiscuous. This is okay. when you were children. What? I don't know how much memories. Um, okay, I, when I want you to go in and ask yourself, what did, she, what did people think was wrong with her? At From the, the early days, early, early days. I, I'm not sure. I think you've got it somewhere inside you. Something that there's a way in which they compared you favorably to her what did they think she wasn't doing right just let something come to you take a wild stab i'll tell you if it's wrong helping she wasn't helping enough that's correct i guess she wasn't helping who enough But I don't know if that's, that's true. I don't see her. I don't see that. I think she's but very this helpful. Is, 
but this is what you're feeling, what's coming to you. I want you to tell me what you're feeling, what's coming to you. That when she was okay. little, you, fe- you felt that she, that the people didn't think that she was helping enough. And who was she supposed to help? Okay, you know, according to the way we brought up to help around the house and help raise the rest of the children, I guess. And, and you were the last one. In other words, you were the last straw. And I can't go... Oh, to, I uh, you, oh, you get I, it now? What a pressure for her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, you, so people would want her to take care of you. And did she want to? She was nice to me, but then she would also... Do Honey, I'm a- asking off. you, yeah. did she want to take care of you? Of course not. Probably not. She wanted to be a kid. Exactly. All of them so, wanted to be a kid. All of us exactly. wanted to be a kid. Exactly. So I don't know. It sounds like there may have been a lot of you. Um, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, but anyway, five, five? that's, that's yeah. already a lot. Okay. And she's number two. And here you are, number five. And everybody's going, ooh, goo, goo, gaga over you. And there's they're, four they're more expecting- from my dad's side. What's that? There's four more from my dad's side, so it's a total of nine. Oh, my God. Okay, I thought there was a lot. <laughs> five, it doesn't feel like five. All right, so there's nine. Or something. All right, so there's nine children, and you're the last one, and, and your sister is supposed to take care of you. She's a normal human child. She doesn't want to. But is it, do people feel like, oh, that's okay? Sure, I understand that you don't want to. Oh, no, 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 no. That's not acceptable. So she resents you because she doesn't have enough support to confront her parents and saying, there's too many children. You're making this my problem. This is your problem that you're giving to me. Oh, no, she doesn't have the support to say that. She is surrounded, right, by people who think that she should help because the others didn't want to help either. Are you getting it? So to her, you were a form of torture, and that's why she was angry at you. So this is all I can do for you in this context, you know, on the radio. And guys out there in the world, you know, if you want to have 15 minutes with Beth, check it out on BethGreen.org. But this is great. So I want you to just take a breath and say, well, of course she hated me. It's normal. And I would have probably felt the same way, and there's the compassion. So now you can have compassion for her. It doesn't mean that you have to listen to her or that you can let her be abusive towards you. You can say, hey, it's not my fault. Why don't we get together and tell our parents that there's too many kids here? Of course, it's too late. You're already born. (laughs) (laughs) But you got it, okay? Yes, thank you. All right, thank you. Okay, and we have another caller, but we are ready to go to break. So stick around, and then we'll take our next call. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Bring Beth into your world in person or via the Internet. Learn how by visiting her website, BethGreen.org. At the website, sign up for her newsletter to keep abreast of her latest activities, blogs, videos, and more. Just for signing up, you'll receive a free PDF copy of Living with Reality, her 688-page volume that helps us understand ourselves in relatable terms, as well as offers a proven program to heal and co-create a better world. 
But there's more. Learn about Beth's four other books, both fiction and nonfiction. Check out her gorgeous music, which is heartfelt and mystical. Become acquainted with Beth and James's programs for healing and training, and discover their community, the Stream Center for the New Spirituality, which welcomes you wherever you are in the world. All this and more can be found at Beth's website, www.bethgreen.org. Again, that's bethgreen.org. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You're tuned in to Inside Out with Beth Green and co-host James Maynard. To reach us on the show, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. If you'd rather send us an email, the address is beth at bethgreen.org. Now, back to Inside Out. Hi there. Welcome back to Inside Out. Oh, my God. Well, first of all, I have to uh, make another pitch. I want to pitch again. Do 15 minutes with Beth. You're not going to believe it. Go If you don't believe me, go to Beth Green TV and watch the Is This You uh, playlist or watch uh, the Power of Intuitive Counseling because I have a demonstration on there. I mean... I, it's on I, YouTube, I, by the way. On YouTube, Beth Green TV and radio on YouTube. And I want to tell you, it doesn't matter if you're a stranger or you're my best friend. It doesn't make any difference because it gets turned on. We have 15 minutes and we go to a very, very good deep level more than we can do here on the radio but what i love about what just happened and we do have a couple of callers and i'm going to call them in in a second is what a miracle that was here i was sharing with everybody that i felt blocked that i that i had to say challenge one of (laughs) my listeners and instead of colluding with the listener i challenged him and he showed up and he took the intervention and not only I, I think he gained something from it. So it really goes to show you that collusion doesn't help people. And now we've got Elizabeth from San Diego. Hello, hello. And I don't feel blocked anymore, by the way. You don't feel what? <laughs> blocked anymore. Blocked. I, I, oh, I felt so blocked at the beginning of the show. And, and all I could think of was talking about <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the guy who had sent me the gut mail. Bless him. Okay, Elizabeth. Um, I, I wanted to, uh, I'll, before I get into the collusion thing, and I'm not colluding here. This is coming okay. from my heart in regards to the 15 minutes with Beth. Yeah. Um, record them because there can be so much information, and it's so impactful that even when you write notes, even when I try and write notes, I screw them up because it's just mm-hmm. so powerful and so needlepoint precision depth. Mm. that it's just like, oh, my God, this is like so much information, or it's just, it's so deep, and it's like to a core of something that's getting the rug pulled out from underneath you. Oh, my God. On a a regular basis, and it's it's (laughs) profound. And it's not, don't think of it as it's only 15 minutes. (laughs) It's, oh, my gosh, there's a lot in 15 minutes. It's There's an earthquake every 15 minutes. And I love (laughs) what you're saying, Elizabeth, because it's true. People can't take in what I said. Exactly. It's, and it's just, I, I have been there. It's like, I know I need to hear something that I just can't hear right now. Yeah. And yeah. I, it's a waste of time if I can't hear it. But it's, yes. it's a godsend to have it on right record that I can go yes. back and listen and listen again. 
And it can take three or four times before I'm like, oh, my God, now I get it. Yes. Yes. It's really very powerful, and you get your money's worth. Okay. And it's it's not so much you boasting of ego. It's not coming from ego at all. This is a gift. And this is an opportunity that we have to help heal ourselves and share it with others and help others heal and move forward. Yes. So, um, I'm sure I collude. Um, I've colluded in relationships before, and I feel it's happening with my roommate. <laughs> uh-huh. actually, he's listening for the first time. Um, okay. You know, we've, we've lived together you, for oh, a few minute. months. You, I'm sorry, did you just say she's listening? Yeah, I believe she's listening. She said oh. she's, gonna be, she's listening, yes. so Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, good for you, Elizabeth. You're breaking the collusion right now in public. Yes. Well, and I'm questioning what all I am doing because we haven't had any, you know, it's like we're getting along so well. Yes. And things are going so well. And it's like, yes. okay, what's wrong with this picture? Right. Well, so the question is, are you colluding with your roommate or are you colluding with your ego to think that there's something wrong? Oh. (laughs) You know, collusion with the ego is our number one offense. In fact, I am so glad that you brought that up because, in fact, when we're colluding with somebody, we're really colluding with their ego. We're not colluding with their very being, right? Because... Their being wants an intervention, even though they don't know they want it, but their their egos want the collusion. Like, oh, yeah, you're so right, or you're so smart, or you're so, yeah. oh, my God, you're such the victim, or whatever the story is. So, anyway, what I'd like to do now is ask you to take a breath and feel into this situation and ask yourself right now, Are you colluding with your roommate or are you colluding with your ego? These days. I mean, it's not not that it couldn't change from moment to moment, right? (laughs) Because you could be colluding with your roommate's ego, right? Mm. But if your ego has a tendency to always try to create some melodrama, then you could Mm. be doing that. On the other hand, you could be colluding with uh, with your roommate's ego. So why don't you get S? connected as you possibly can and see what comes to you. That I'm colluding with my ego. I think that's right. Okay. <laughs> okay. And there, because your ego is telling you that? Uh, that it's going too well. There's got to be something wrong. Right. And here's the exact thing that your ego is telling you that at least this is what it's telling me right now. Okay. Let's face the fact, Elizabeth, nobody could love you. Oh. It couldn't really be that she loves you. Oh, it boy. has... That just really hit deep. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful. You're welcome, honey. Glad to help. Now, there's another example of not colluding with the caller, right? Because she would have never found out the truth about herself and gotten to that pain and made a shift. So once she makes that shift, of course, she could start colluding with her roommate because she wants to keep the love. But for right now, this this was really what she needed to hear. 
and it isn't compassionate to collude. And now we have one more lucky caller. Hey, callers, you can call in. We have space. We only have <laughs> one more lucky customer. All right, step up to the plate, and it's Helen from San Diego. Hi. Hi, Helen. Hi. Um, yes. Well, the only thing that comes to my mind in this moment is that my husband and I have decided to part ways after eight years, um, and I think we both would say that we have definitely been colluding to avoid the disruption of separating rather than facing the reality that we neither one of us was happy. Yes. Or it, not that you not ha- weren't happy, you, because if you say that you weren't happy, then it kind of sounds like you were never happy. I don't no, think hap- happy that is we, the that right we word. To, we colluded to face the pain of acknowledging that we had grown to a place where we realized we were very different. Yeah. Yeah, and that you could really, that you needed to be on your own course, both of you. That's yeah. very That's very true. That's very true. You colluded in that. So how can I help you? Today, um. but and also what I would like to say this I know I didn't wait for you to answer my question. <laughs> I I would say here this time you're supporting each other because you unconsciously colluded to end the relationship. Yeah, and isn't that interesting? Let's uh, because I think that's an important point for people to take in. Sometimes. We see people doing just absolutely ridiculous things, you know, with each other. Like, you know that I hate drinking, and so you come home smelling like, you know, a bar room. Or, <laughs> or uh, you, know, I, you know that I'm freaked out at your flirtation, and you're flirting with this 90-year-old woman who's, you know, got hair growing out of her nose. And um, so you say... Why, you know, you look at that and you say, why are we doing these things? Well, we can sometimes unconsciously be colluding to bring to the surface our awareness that we both want out and can't say so. So I think it's really important for people to recognize that sometimes in relationships, people do very bizarre things. And we're acting out because what you're saying is, you know, you couldn't face it, but your heart is, is crying for you to make a change. And so, you know, the ego, there, there we come back to that ego conversation. The ego says, I can't face this. But the soul is saying, but I, I, can't, I can't go on. This is hurting me too much. You see? And so we have to stop colluding with the ego. Now, it would be so much better if we could just get honest with ourselves and face these things. But sometimes we need to act out. <laughs> Because that's the only way that we'll see what we're really feeling. You know, it's our behavior says volumes, speaks volumes about what we're really feeling. So perhaps uh, it would be helpful to you to be able to identify now why it was that neither of you was willing to face this. Even though you colluded to make your relationship unhappy so that you could 
Stop colluding with your egos and get out of it. Well, is there one answer? Yes, there is. Is one thing? Yeah, well, it's a primary route. You know, I mean, there's always a million things, right? Oh, it's the house, it's the dogs, it's the, the kittens, it's the children, it's <laughs> whatever it is. But there is something primary for both of you that your egos could not allow you to be that honest with yourselves. And those of you who've been in similar situations, you can be asking yourselves the question of why did you do this or why are you still doing it? Well, three things come to my mind, so I'll just throw them out and you can tell me if any of them is the correct yes, yes, one. Yes, yes, yes. You know, one is because we love each other. Yes, and that is a fact. Pardon? That's a fact. Yeah. And, you know, isn't it true that our, I mean, I have been a hopeless romantic. I remember watching a movie. I don't know, was it The Horse Whisperer? I don't know what movie it was, but Robert Redford and somebody, and and they were just too different to live together. And I was saying, no, no, you can't break up. Love conquers all. I mean, I was really upset that the movie didn't have a happy ending that they went off to their own lives, and I was just appalled by that. So there is a kind of a collusion in our society which says that love is enough, and it's not. No, it's and, not. Uh, you know, it's, it's the whole foundation um, of so much of our relationships, now we're talking about intimate relationships, is, is predicated on a concept of romantic love, of, um, oh my God, I'm going to die without you, uh, oh my God, you're the only one, oh, oh my God, I have a soulmate and who is it, and all that kind of stuff, and because we don't have arranged marriages, we have to arrange our own marriages, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and we arrange it based on some passion that we might feel for a person. And I am not knocking love or romantic love or passion or any of that. But if we got honest with ourselves, we would say, but that isn't enough because there's more to us than just wanting to be in a relationship. And so, uh, you know, the two kids were 17 who are in love and run off and into the sunset and decide to have babies to prove to their parents that really are mature and are ready to get married. You, you know, we know what that story, how often that ends up that way. And yet we don't want to break that story. We don't want to break that societal collusion that says that love is not enough. I mean, that, that says that love is enough because, you know, we're so determined to not be controlled by other people who say, you know, you should marry so-and-so because he's going to make a good living. You know, we're angry about that. So we jump to the other side and say, who cares, you know, whether he is, we're completely incompatible. You know, we're in love and there it is. So in other words, we're not integrated. We don't make decisions to be in intimate relationships based on true integration of our hearts, our bodies, our minds, and our spirits and our 
self-awareness. Uh, we have such an idea that we are incomplete without a partner. And I am a number one collusion because I couldn't stand it if anything happened to James. <laughs> but the reason for that is that we're so darn compatible. And I stayed in lots of relationships where, you know, I had a feeling. And then I have to justify that feeling for the rest of my life because I felt it then. I've got to marry him and then I've got to make that. I can't even acknowledge when that feeling goes away. So I think that this is really important, Helen. And this brings up a lot about how we get into relationships and then we collude to stay in them because we had this feeling at some moment and we are convinced because our world tells us so that that should be enough and that love conquers all, but it doesn't. Now, I'm not saying love isn't critical because without love, it's kind of hard to conquer anything. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But we also, we have to have love and awareness and we just don't want to see that because we're so desperate. And I'm with you. You know, I've always been this way. Desperate to feel loved and desperate to love. And it takes tremendous courage to be able to say, yes, I feel desperate for love, but I am also whole. And I have to ask myself, what piece of myself am I giving away in order to be in this relationship? And is it worth it? So while there are many, many other factors which uh, are, we can't talk about right here about why you might have colluded, this is so primary because every time you felt love for each other, you just said, well, but we couldn't possibly break up because we feel love for each other. And of course, those moments completely obliterate our awareness of all the moments that you don't love each other. Yeah. So, I know this is really painful, and I, I hope that, I'm, that I've helped you. Definitely. So, God bless, honey. Thanks. It's, it's not just painful, it's also a relief and yeah. exciting, too. Yes. And, you know, we don't have to lose the love that we have for each other just because we don't want to be together. No, and that is so true. In fact, when you stay together and you shouldn't, you lose the love. Exactly. And, you know, going our own separate ways, we can always have it. Uh, You know, you are so right and support each other because, of course, right after this collusion comes the next piece, which is the fear of really finding out who you are and being 100% whole. Because when you're in a relationship where you feel conflicted, it's you're neither here nor there. You never can be completely anywhere. You know, the thought, uh, you know, this analogy came to me today is what happens when you want to be a missionary to go to Africa, God forbid, and uh, you, you're married to somebody who wants to start a business in Brooklyn. <laughs> you know, neither yeah, of you is of ever... Both scary endeavors. Yeah, exactly. So that's it. God bless. Thank you, Thank very you much. for calling. You're very welcome. Well, we are about to go to commercial break, and I encourage we can have a couple more callers. So, unless you don't want to know about your collusion, and then don't <laughs> call in. <laughs> but now we go to commercial break. Music. 
visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Bring Beth into your world in person or via the Internet. Learn how by visiting her website, bethgreen.org. At the website, sign up for her newsletter to keep abreast of her latest activities, blogs, videos, and more. Just for signing up, you'll receive a free PDF copy of Living with Reality, her 688-page volume that helps us understand ourselves in relatable terms, as well as offers a proven program to heal and co-create a better world. But there's more. Learn about Beth's four other books, both fiction and nonfiction. Check out her gorgeous music, which is heartfelt and mystical. Become acquainted with Beth and James's programs for healing and training, and discover their community, the Stream Center for the New Spirituality, which welcomes you wherever you are in the world. All this and more can be found at Beth's website, www.bethgreen.org. Again, that's bethgreen.org. The 7th Wave Channel on The Voice America Network. You're tuned in to Inside Out with Beth Green and co-host James Maynard. To reach us on the show, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. If you'd rather send us an email, the address is beth at bethgreen.org. Now, back to Inside Out. Hi there. Welcome back to Inside Out. We are on our last leg of our marathon race to end collusion in relationships. And by the way, I just want to, I don't want you to think that it's only in intimate relationships because two co-workers gossiping about the boss. Oh, that has, I have never done that. I've never colluded with a co-worker. I mean, I know that the boss is criticizing my co-worker for being a lazy bum, let's say, and and this the coworker comes and says, "Oh my God, that boss is such a creep," and I say, "Yeah," and yet I personally think you are a lazy bum because you're giving work to me, but I don't want to say so because <laughs> uh, we're in the union together or whatever. I mean, there are so many levels of collusion; it just doesn't end, and I don't want it to make it all women. Guys collude big time. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, we yeah, co- we collude in avoiding talking about anything meaningful so we can uh, hang out and talk about sports yeah. or women. Yeah. You know. yeah. yeah, colluding <laughs> about violence and how it's really okay. And now we have Christine from Fallbrook. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hello. We, hi there. We've got three callers. Now we're on steroids. Okay. Oh, my gosh. I'll have to be quick. Yeah. Um, I think I'm colluding with my ego. Yes, you are. And what are Yay. you eating? Yes. <laughs> well, that was, fast. that was fast. And do you want to get more specific about what you're colluding with your ego? Yeah, well, uh, I just fast. noticed, like, I was planning to take off Friday and Monday. Kids are on spring break. I should definitely use a break. Like, my body's falling apart. Um, but then a client needed help, and it's a big time of year for them. It's a client I haven't worked with much, so now I'm, like, working during that time, and, like, my ego just told me that I have to, right? Like, just endure the drudgery. And then I get a note that my boss is taking off Friday and all of next week, even though we have this huge um, proposal due in a few weeks. Mm. And I'm like, okay, I only saw one possibility 
which was work myself to the bone <laughs> and resent it. Well, and, wait, 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 Christine. I yeah. have to uh, stop you. By the way, no more callers. We're, I've, I've got too many callers. I don't even know if I can get to you all. Okay, uh, you started this, Avalanche. Uh, Christine, <laughs> uh, no. You're colluding with your ego right now by saying that you shouldn't work. Now, I'm not saying that you should work. I'm saying no, that No, I do think I should work, but I don't think, at least on the assignment that I've been given, yeah. but I don't think I should be like, I don't know, the way I'm being about it. Well, the, the thing is, the way you're being about it is what? How would you define the way you're being about it? Put upon. It, uh, no. Righteous? I want you to look one step a little bit deeper there. Martyred? Martyred. You are martyred. I am, so, I'm a martyr. I'm the good are, one, remember? You really are a martyr. And, and so either you're going to do the work because you're being martyred, or mm-hmm. you're not going to do the work because you don't want to be a martyr. It doesn't matter which of those you choose. If you're coming from the martyr paradigm, you're still colluding with your ego. You're fighting being a martyr versus you're giving in to being a martyr. Do you understand what I'm saying? Oh, totally. So and that's why that email totally broke the paradigm because she's not doing either. That's right. Yeah. So you really need to check in on what you're supposed to do and get martyr out of it. Thank right. you so much. Got to go. Okay. Uh, hi, I hope that helped. <laughs> okay, now we have a quickie with Amy from San Diego. Okay, well, first of all, I love my 15 minutes with you today, Beth. Oh, thank you. It just, it opens up things that are decades old, and you go, oh, no wonder. <laughs> well, once you get past the, oh, I can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how have um, I never noticed that one before? Okay, yeah. thank you, Amy. I appreciate it. Another plug for 15 minutes with, with Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. um, oh, so I got to see that clue with both my parents, depending on what's more convenient at the time. That is avoid, so correct. <laughs> to avoid upsetting the other one. Uh, not only that, but I think to get them to like me. Yes. Yes. And I think you're beginning to see how much that's damaged you because when you do that, you know, collusion is sort of like having a suction cup attached to yeah. an octopus. And it's like, <laughs> you know, you just can't go your own way. because right, exactly. You're, you're, Huh? It's like a like a ping pong ball with Velcro. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You can't <laughs> that's very good because you don't even know what you think or you feel. So that's right. a really good point. And everybody needs to take a look at, hey, after the show, which of my parents did I collude with the most? How did I collude with both of them? Was there one that I colluded with the most? And how did I do that? And who would I be if I hadn't? So mm-hmm. if there isn't anything else, I'd like to thank you for that comment because that is so significant. Oh, thank you. And thank you very much. Yeah, okay. And now we have Mary Chris from Oregon. I think this is your first time calling. Oh. <laughs> um, thank you for uh, the topic. I, a true confession, I haven't heard uh, anything about the, the first part of the uh, you know talk, I just kind of got on when two callers ago called in. So okay. I missed a lot, but love the topic because I think it's really up for me now. Yeah. Um, 
And I want to say, I think I've been colluding like mad with my boyfriend. Oh, my Uh, God, like mad. Like mad, really? You're great. Oh, (laughs) oh, that is an understatement. Oh, it is? Yeah, yeah. So you're so right. And my eyes are just opening now to that we've been colluding to be like the most romantic and in love, but I don't (laughs) think we're really dealing with reality. Right. Um, Right. And I've uh, discovered we aren't we aren't dealing with it very well. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's uh, fabulous. You think that's fabulous? You said I do. I mean, just oh. to wake up. You're not dead yet. So many people don't get these insights until after they're dead. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, and, it's huge. This is like uh, it's like a huge thing. Yeah, and it, it's uh, almost uh, overwhelming, but. It's really good because it makes me feel a little more solid to address it and to come to terms with it. Because up until, you know, maybe 20 or 30 minutes ago, I've been feeling really small, um, really um, uh, deflated and not knowing why. Yes. Oh, I love this. You know, this is so fabulous, Mary Chris, because what you're doing is you're realizing the price of collusion. It's not only that you don't help the other person, but that you are making yourself small. You are so right. It makes you sick inside. It means that you don't have your own brain. You won't tell the truth as you see it. And you're, and you're not supporting the other person to change. So you're really not being compassionate to the other person. You look compassionate. Like, oh, I'm the nice one. I understand. Nobody else understands you, but I understand. You know how often you've seen people do that, right? I understand. So, uh, but that it's really not helping that person. So there really is no compassion. And you're making yourself stupid and weak. And then you don't bring the benefit of your inner strength to your partnership. Yeah. Wow. What a huge pattern to uncover. I think it's fabulous. And it's not too late. Because you will notice that people who do this, who are colluding in relationships, do not want intervention. They don't want that third eye looking at them saying, uh, hello, this is bullshit. You see? Oh, yeah, well, I do. I do Well, good that. for you, but I'm, t- I'm just speaking in general, and you, I'm sure yeah. you've had this experience. You have not been wanting intervention because it, the intervention would break the collusion. And you feel like you need to collude with your boyfriend because you don't think you're lovable any other way. So that is the final nail in the coffin because that's what really makes you feel sick and small. Yeah. Is that belief that you are, and you are, obviously. Mm. All right, I got to go. Thank you so much. Call again. Love you too. 30 seconds for Irene. You're the last caller, Irene, in San Diego. Can we do this in 30 seconds? Because we we're almost off the air. Yeah, well, actually, the last three callers have helped me so much, I don't even oh. know <laughs> that I need to talk, except what you just said was so important, uh, because I am just super colluding, and I've colluded all my life, in my work, <laughs> in my family, raising my children, and... Um, I, you know, it's like I'm just discovering myself yes, by you are. stopping the colluding. 
Isn't that fabulous? Well, I love that, and I love... I love the fact that it's not too late, and I'm thrilled that this show has opened up the eyes of so many people. So thank you for calling in and saying that, and I know you're not just colluding. Uh-huh. You really mean that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks for calling, Irene. Thanks. I'm glad I took Thanks, Now I'm really glad Bye. I took your call. Okay, James, we are yes. getting around the mountain here. Here we go. Let's talk about next week. Yeah, we actually, you can take a breath and... <sighs> We're not. They're yes. not. They're the, 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 They're not taking us off the air yet, but it's coming That's soon. Right. So there we go. <laughs> yes. Our next edition of Inside Out will be: Does humanity have too much power or too little? Is this a trick question? Everybody knows that humanity has too much power: the power to pollute the air, the land, and the sea, to commit atrocities, to self-destruct with drugs and alcohol, the power of war, nuclear weapons, the power to destroy other species. Isn't it obvious that humanity has too much power? Well, maybe not. Maybe the problem isn't that humanity has too much power, rather that it has too little. Who are the bullies? Those who feel powerless. Who are the terrorists? Those desperate to feel potent. Who are the child abusers? The wife batterers? The molesters? Those who are trying to prey on the weak? Those without power? Yeah. Humanity needs power. The power of wisdom. The power of wholeness. The power of connection to the divine. Let's talk about power. What is it and how to develop it? It's time to ask the heavens to open and shower power on humanity. Without more wisdom, we will self-destruct. That supports real power developing on Earth. Join us. And now, a final word from Beth. Well, this is interesting. Uh, After I wrote this um, blurb about that next program, I remembered that we had actually done a show on power and force, right? And I talked about spiritual power and how to develop it. But we never really got too far in the developing of the spiritual power. So it feels like we are on our way to complete something um, that we started a couple of weeks ago. So um, we are now, I can't believe we, uh, yeah, well, I want to tell you, we're going to end with the emailer who emailed me before who started this whole thing. And this time he said, thank you. I'm all about the growth. I want to anyway. Glad you hold me to it. I will try to heal in the conversation with my sister. So there you go. Anyway, it's wonderful to see that we're not colluding with each other. I want people calling into Inside Out who are ready to stop colluding with their own egos and want to hear things that are that's truthful about themselves. A lot of people go to therapy in order to have a therapist collude with them. I'm not saying that all therapists collude. I'm saying that that's so much of why we go. Oh, I'm going in to complain endlessly about so-and-so-and-so-and-so-and-so-and-so. That doesn't heal you. So call in to Inside Out be a part of this community and the collusion on this planet, the social and the personal. God bless, and we will see you next time. Thank you for making us a part of your week. Listen for the next edition of Inside Out with Beth Green and James Maynard next Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Have a great week.